You are listening to The Whole Half with Anna the Holy Banana. My goal is to keep it real by sharing it all and holding space for others to do the same. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Anna, the Holy Banana, and I am the host of the Whole Half Podcast, the podcast you are listening to. So we have our third episode in season two. We just started season two with the beginning of 2024, and today I am actually recording from my car. You might hear some background noise and That's because I am not in my studio recording, I am in my vehicle. And the reason being is because I am sitting here listening to my Christian music on my way home from getting raw milk from the farm, and I am having a lot of thoughts go through my head, and I wanted to share them before they escape me, since I can't really take notes right now, so that would be the reason for this car podcast episode, but hey. I'll try to take out the background noise as much as I can, and hopefully it's not too distracting, but I felt like all of this that's going through my head as I'm sitting here is just too important to let sit and not share, or at least document. So, I wanted to bring the topic of values to our podcast today, and this is something that... I never really thought of for a while, to be honest. And that's probably something that a lot of you can resonate with, that growing up, we really take on a lot of the views and beliefs that our family have. And that was definitely the case for me. I was born and raised into an extremely Catholic family, very, very strict Catholic. And Although a lot of those values have stuck with me as I've gone through this process of becoming myself and developing into the woman that I am, there were definitely some values that I added to my list as I went through that process that I really felt important as me to stick to. And This wasn't ever really a conversation growing up of you have to decide what your values are. It was just assumed that my values would be what my families were. And they definitely were a jumping off point, but I think for that reason, I never even gave a thought to values. Like I never even considered that it was something that I I never really even knew what values were because it was just, oh, this is how we do life and this is just how we do life. Like it never even was given the term values. These are our values. It was just, this is the norm. So I would say that this introduction to values came after I went through my divorce and realized that a huge contributing factor to that separation was the fact that our values differed. And it took time for me to come to terms with that and understand that because at first I just thought that there was something wrong with me, like I had failed, like I had done something to deserve this. When I look back, it actually makes so much sense that there was so much at the basis of our marriage that didn't work because our values weren't aligned. 
So I wanted to bring this topic up today in the podcast. This is our third podcast episode of the year. I'm so excited that we're staying consistent with this and bringing these episodes to you. Um, That was one of my goals for 2024. And I wanted to dive into values, what my values are, what I've come to see them as and how much they've helped me navigate life since that time and how important they are for you too. So let's dive in. And I'm doing this off of no notes, off of no um, anything. This is just off the top of my head of, okay, here are my values and let's talk about them. So I might miss some, but I'm going to try to give you as best I can a vision or a view of what my values are. And maybe that will help you realize that your values need a second look. Not that your values aren't true and good if you have given them thought, but I mean a second look in the sense that are you just going with the flow of what you were raised in or have you really sat down and looked at this and said, okay, I need to decide what my values are. I will say this was a huge component of starting to date again. It really helped me in weeding those people out that weren't compatible with me because we had different values and that's fine. We just didn't sync. So let's talk about my values. What do I value? When I talk about values, I mean the things that are non-negotiables in my life, the way that I want to live and do life. So I would say, and these aren't in any particular order again, because I'm going off of the top of my head and I don't have notes or an outline in front of me. One of my values that I really cherish is, how do I put it into words? It's almost like a feeling, but it's I guess you would call it safety. I really value feeling safe and secure. And I remember when I first started dating Mike, this was one of my favorite moments of our early dating days. We were watching a movie and I told him, I was like, I forget, I think he asked me, I don't remember how the topic came up, but he said something like, what's most important to you in a relationship or something like that? And I responded and my answer (laughs) made sense to why I responded this, but I can't remember the exact question he asked me and how we got on the topic, but I responded and I said, as long as I'm safe and I, oh no, 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 no. Okay. Safe was one of them, but that was another one of my values that I brought up. So I'm going to say safe. I said that I need to feel safe. That is one of the things that I see as so important. And that's a value um, of mine. And the other one that I said, so I guess my second value that I would say I have is feeling supported. So I think it's extremely important that especially your loved ones, the people that you are doing life with, especially your partner, someone that you are going to be, for me and Mike, hopefully raising humans together, it's really important that you feel supported by them. And at least for me, that is one of my sincere values. I need to feel safe and supported. And these are two of my top values. And when I told him that, when I responded to his question and said, I need to feel safe and supported. And those are two of my 
very, very strong values, he was like, you got it. And he kissed me on the forehead. And it just validated me in that those things are okay to ask for. And I am safe and I am supported by him. So it's really important that our values are not only mirrored in someone that we're doing life with, not necessarily identically. It's good to have small differences where you can encourage each other to grow, but for the most part, you want these values to be aligned because otherwise it's going to be really difficult. And I would say that looking back to my former relationship, these are two values that I wasn't aligned in with him. I didn't feel these two things. And it makes sense as to why I wasn't able to stay because I didn't feel safe and I didn't feel supported. I remember the day I realized that if I stayed, it was very likely that mom in the future, quote, mom, if we ever had kids, me being me, I would not feel that support. Like he wouldn't have helped my kids support me. And now this was me hypothetical off of the situations I had experienced, but I just felt like someday, like I am going to struggle in this situation if we have kids, because I like my biggest cheerleaders should be my family. And I didn't feel like that reality would play out at all for me. And now it's completely opposite. I feel like my biggest cheerleader is Mike, the person that I'm building my life with. And of course my dog Loyo, I mean, he loves me no matter what I do, (laughs) but having my people, my immediate family right there being my biggest supporters is so important to me. So those two values right there, safety or security, however you want to say it, and um, support, those two are very important to me. Um, Another value of mine that I really cherish is taking care of my health and feeling free to take care of my health and not judge or um, ridiculed. And again, one of those values that I wasn't aligned in in my past relationship. But now, I mean, look, I'm spending my Sunday afternoon driving up to the farm and getting raw milk. It's a two, two and a half hour trip and there's no issue with it. It's okay if I go spend this time and this money on this quality nutrition for me and my family. It's not only okay, it's encouraged. Um, Mike's mom supports me in it and she does the same thing. Every other week she goes, every other week I go. So not only is Mike supporting me, but his family and the extension of it, I just feel so much more supported. Um, So those, boom, right there, three values that we can see how that shift in my life, that decision that I made, I wasn't aligned in my values before and afterwards having them and sticking to them I'm now in a place where they are respected and I don't feel like I have to bend on them at all. Now, a couple other values that come to mind for me, um, exercise, movement, getting outside, they all kind of like pile into one, but prioritizing using our bodies in a way that they were designed. That is something that I very much value. And again, a value that was squashed when I was in that past relationship. I remember there was a Thanksgiving 
that we went to and I went for a run while the meal was being prepared. And oh my goodness, the criticism that I received when I got back, like, oh, you don't need to do that. Like, like just, and I don't even really know how to summarize it. It was almost like a feeling too. You walk in the room and like, you're just looked at differently. And it was always a battle for me to get up and go exercise and use my time on family vacations and such for taking care of myself. It was almost frowned upon because I was choosing to take time for that over spending time with family. Now, don't get me wrong. Family is a very big value for me. I think that, like I said, your family is your cheerleading squad. They should be your biggest supporters. But <laughs> look at that. They should be your biggest supporters. And when they aren't supporting you in staying true to who you are and the values that you carry, um, it's not aligned. They aren't your biggest supporters. So um, I really am so thankful that Mike not only encourages me in that, but holds that as a value for himself, that he is active and he goes to the gym and takes care of himself and he's been injured recently with a back issue and we're working through that and he's in PT and, and all of that, but he really aligns with me on that. He knows how important exercise is to me. He respects that and he holds that himself. So another step in the right direction with coming into a chapter of life where I'm aligned in my values with the person that I'm doing life with. Um, Another value that comes to mind is my faith. I truly have a deep faith that has developed over the years. It was not that deep when I was young, I will say. It was one of those values that my family instilled in me. I felt like it was just the way life was because that's what we did. I never really even thought to question that it could be any other way. And not to say I have left the faith that they gave me behind. It truly was a gift what they gave me, but I've definitely changed it a little bit to be something that resonates with me more as who I am than the way I was raised in it. So yes, I go to church every weekend that I can. On my retreat weekends, do I? No. Uh, when Mike and I are traveling and sometimes I don't get there, no, I don't go, but it is a value that I carry with me. And that is, again, something that was a huge stressor in my past where I would want to go to church and the questions and the complaints of, oh, well, do we have to? Or, oh, well, I, like, I don't think you really even want to go. You're just going because you're afraid your mom is going to ask you and you say no. And to be honest, some of those things hurt and were true but that was before I faced the most difficult time in my life where I had to get super real on who I was and I had to be okay with saying who I was and following through on that because if I if I stated my values and then I went against my values, how could I expect anyone to respect them if I wasn't respecting them myself? Same goes for things like boundaries. If you say that you believe in something or you're not going to do something, but then you do the exact opposite of what you say, you can't really blame other people for not getting on board with respecting or honoring 
what you're saying because I mean you're not doing it for yourself you have to set the example for others in how you're approaching your life um, so that was a big lesson of mine that I needed to just be okay with possibly being seen as different or disapproved of and sticking to my values. So yes, my faith was a big one um, and is a big one, especially now that I've developed that over the last couple of years in my own heart without feeling the pressures of other people around me. Um, and that was a big <laughs> growing pain for me because yes, there was a time where I was just going to church because I was afraid my family would find out that I didn't. Um, but that, again, is a value that I'm so thankful that Mike carries with him. He was born and raised Catholic as well, and he knows I want to raise my family Catholic, and he also wants to raise his family Catholic. That was a huge strain on my past relationship. That was not necessarily something that we were aligned in. Um, he didn't really know if he wanted to do that, and that was that was tough for me because that was an absolute, yes, this is happening. Um, and I was encouraged to bend and compromise. And again, you should not have to bend on your values. And if someone's asking you to, then A, you're not compatible. <laughs> and B, that is just not right of them. Um, and in a sense, I was in the wrong in my past relationship in asking him to change his values. I should have seen who he was and not expected him to change in the slightest. But I stuck around in hopes that his values would change into more what mine looked like. And in the end, that didn't happen because when people show you who they are, the first time you must believe them because that is who they are. And that's definitely something that I didn't do well in that relationship because... I wanted things to go my way and I tried hard to change him when that sh I shouldn't have been doing that. I should have been taking my own advice that I'm giving you that if someone's asking you to bend on your values, then you're not compatible. And ultimately that's why we're here. But um, another value, which I've kind of already touched on is family. And this one is funny because family means a lot of different things to different people. The relationship that I have with my family was entirely different than the relationship that my ex had with his family and even the relationship that now my fiance Mike has with his family. Every family relationship looks different and the aspects of family that I value might be different than the aspects of family that Mike values, but there, since we both value family in some way, we can. this is where it is healthy to bolster each other's values of family rather than tear them down or expect one to change, maybe enhance. Okay. This is what you valued in your family. We'll incorporate that. This is what I valued in my family. We'll incorporate that. So rather than going backwards and breaking down and expecting something to go away, rather building on it and making it look like something that works for both of you. So I've named a, a number here. Let me see if I can remember and summarize a little bit. So safety or security, um, support, healthy, like nourishing my body, exercise, movement, um, 
family. I think there's one in there that I just said, and I can't remember what it was, but, um, yeah, there, those are some of my, oh, faith. Yes. Faith and family. Those are some of my very important values that I hold with me. Um, I'm sure that I could list so many more, but I think that's enough to give you the gist of what values can look like if you've never even really given this a thought and um, what uh, maybe a reality check of, hey, are you in a relationship where your values are aligned? And maybe, okay, so this is where we get into, okay, you haven't met the one yet, but you're impatiently waiting for them what can I do right now? Get so clear on your values. I shared a reel on my Instagram yesterday on this and it, the real text on the, the overlay of the reel said to the girl who's impatiently waiting for her perfect person to come along or something like that. And the caption read three things. And I'm going to share those three things because this is one of them. One, get clear on who you are are who that perfect person is what that perfect person is who are they what are they what do they represent what are their values and maybe even the step before this if you don't know what your values are then get clear on those first because ideally this person would share those same values but it's going to be really hard to say yes i want someone who um is family oriented and is faithful and is active and enjoys adventure and someone who wants to live in a rural place where time is more valued and um, you know those kinds of things like what do they enjoy but you can't really do that until you really get to know yourself and I think that's a big mistake that a lot of people make in dating after divorce or separation in general, which is definitely something that I did. There was um, someone that I was getting to know and we never even spent time together. We were just chatting over Instagram and uh, immediately, not immediately, I would say probably like a couple weeks into just getting to know this person it became very clear that we differed on the value of health, where I was choosing not to get vaccinated and this person um, chose to be vaccinated. And although I do think that they were pretty darn rude in <laughs> um, communicating their um, lack of alignment with me on that topic, I, I'm so glad that I was so clear on that value of mine before I started talking to anyone after my divorce because it helped me close that door before I could get hurt more than, you know, I already had just in talking to someone and being shut out like that, you know? So um, I think that it's really important. It's an important step in dating after divorce to get so clear on your values and then allow that to be a template of who are you trying to meet? Who's your perfect person here? And then when it comes to meeting them, be so honest with yourself where if something comes up, a red flag comes up that's not aligned, either 
A, decide, yeah, heck no, this is not something I'm even willing to have a conversation of, or have a conversation with them and be like, hey, this is my value and this isn't aligned. Let's talk about it. Um, so number one of those tips I gave in that reel that I shared was get clear, super clear on who you are and who you're trying to meet and spend your life with is only going to save you a lot of heartache. <laughs> and then the number two that I talked about, let me see if I can remember. Oh, yeah. Um, would you want to meet you? It's a real question. And some people might not like it very much because, yes, there's this um, positive movement of I'm worthy no matter what. And that is very true. You're worthy no matter your scars, your past, your shortcomings, your flaws. We all have them. But I'm serious. Would you want to meet you? If you were headed out into the dating field and you came across you, would you want to meet you? Would you think like, wow, this is my perfect person? And if your answer isn't hell yes to that, then slow down. Don't rush to meet this perfect person that you're dreaming of and take some time to work on yourself. They're dreaming of you the same way that you're dreaming of them. And guess what? Just as much as you're worthy of meeting your dream person, they're worthy of meeting their dream person. And you're that person. So make sure that you are your absolute best version so that when you meet them, there's, again, that clarity of, wow, okay, like we're, we both are, and that might be a value of yours that you come across, that you value someone who's willing to work on themselves and grow. And that right there, you taking that time to heal or do whatever it is, improve your habits, um, pay off debt, clean up whatever it is in life that feels like a disaster for you, that is going to show them too. Like when you start to get to know each other and you share about each other's past and stuff and you tell them like, yeah, I took this time because I really am excited to come into a relationship with someone in a place where I'm ready for that and emotionally available. Um, and they'll see that too. So again, if you aren't excited, like if you wouldn't think about it, like your daughter or son, like, would you want your daughter or son to meet you right now? And I know that's kind of like a weird, like, <laughs> weird, like, family intertwining idea to even think about. But seriously, like, maybe go outside of your family so it's not so weird. Like, your best friend's daughter or son or whatever. Or, like, your, your parent's daughter, your parent's best friend's daughter or son. So it's less weird. Remove it a little bit. But would you want to meet you? Do you see yourself as a dreamboat for someone else and that is a very realistic question to be asking yourself if you're in this phase of I want to meet someone but I don't know how work on yourself and then the third one is this one is really important and the day that I did this the day that I did this and I'm not exaggerating I still get chills when I think about it the day I stood in the mirror while I was brushing my teeth before going to work and I said, you know what? I'm good single. And if it stays like this, I'm going to be okay. Like, I literally remember telling myself, I'm going to be okay. It was me, it was Loyo, and I was going to be okay. That afternoon, as I was working out at the gym, Mike walked up to me and introduced himself. That day. You have to... You have to stop looking. You have to be okay with being yourself, being alone, 
And then that person is going to come along and there isn't going to be codependency and enmeshment because you are two individuals alone that are coming together and you're going to be even better together than you were alone. So, and I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. These three things are things that I look back on that I had no idea that I was doing. I, I can't say that I did any of them perfectly. I didn't. I'm not a perfect human. Um, But when I look back and I pull out the things that I'm like, oh, wow, like these things, even though, yeah, my road wasn't exactly linear. It was more like a really (laughs) up and down journey up a mountain or something. Um, These are the things that I see through the hills and the valleys that were huge proponents of um, my success in finding someone who I'm doing life with now. And so I'm sharing those with you as hopefully um, bright spots in your hills and valleys that can help you pull you up to the next hill um, and keep you there rather than slipping down into the valley. You know, we share our stories because we've gone before people who are in situations that we've been in before. So we're, we're, we're blazing the trail, essentially. And we all have things that we can share from our journeys that are going to help the people behind us. Not in the sense that they're behind us and we placed first or anything, but they are there. The time in their life is a little bit not synced with ours. And to their benefit, we can help them and share some things that we learned along the way that hopefully they don't have to learn the hard way that we did. So those are some of the things that I learned. And I reiterate value values are so important to get clear on. I just, this week, um, I got a message. One of my clients, she had never really given a thought to values, just like I hadn't really, because you were born and raised into a family and they give you your values and genes and all that stuff. And you go on with life and you just assume this is how it is. Um, but she messaged me and she was like, I'm literally obsessed with this module that I'm in on like values and identifying them and getting clear and and all this stuff because it's just never something I've even really thought about but it's it's helping me so much thank you and it just gave me chills to think about the fact that this experience that really I didn't read this in a textbook I'm just sharing my experience that is helping someone walk the path that I've walked and that is extremely humbling And really hopeful because that is why I share. I really hope that this reaches the people that need to hear it because no one at this point, I mean, think about it at this point in life, like we feel like, oh, like no one can really invent anything new and crazy. And I mean, heck, someone's going to do it. But like we think about the iPhone a couple years ago, like no one could have even fathomed that it's come this far. I'm sure there's something else out there. But if you think about it, a lot of the things that people are working through, someone else out there has worked through it. Someone else out there has faced the challenge and it's a matter of finding that person to say, hey, how did you do it? Can you help me? And there's a number of those people in my community that I'm just so honored have taken that leap of faith and trusting me. And yeah, really, it's just one day at a time, one day at a time. And slowly growing and supporting each other in that growth 
if you want to learn a little bit more about my community and what we're doing in there, we're healing our hearts and honing our health. That is how I can sum it up in the fewest words. It is amazing the transformations I'm seeing in there, not necessarily in, oh my gosh, look at my 12-week body transformation. It's more so the work inside, the self-confidence that's coming, the um, belief in self, the just straight clarity on where people are headed in life and feeling good in the body that God gave them. So if you want to learn more about that, definitely click the link in the show notes here and you can book a free consult with me. Um, I love getting to know people in my community and we are growing and I am just so excited to see where this community goes in this year to come. It's wild to think the growth that's happened even since the beginning of January and it's only January 14th when I'm recording this. I probably will launch it a couple days later though so it might be beyond that but yes. So to sum up values, get super clear on them. Um, I shared mine, safety, support, um, healthy food, movement for your body, faith, family. I shared some of mine there and, and how they look so much different in execution when they're aligned with the person I'm doing life with, whether that's myself, which you might be still in a single situation. Um, how are you living in alignment with your values as a single person? Or how are you living in alignment with someone who you're doing life with? Are you aligned? Um, and be real about that. Where are you at? And then I shared those three tips of here's what to do if you are looking for that person and you're a little lost. Get super clear on your values and theirs because this is telling the universe, telling God, hey, this is who I'm looking for. Can you give me some help here? But then it's it's a little bit more clear. You're both on the same page of what you're looking for and you're it's going to be a lot clearer when you meet that person than if you don't do this work ahead of time. Let me see. That was number one. And then, oh yeah, look in the mirror. <laughs> do you want to meet yourself? And number three, stop looking and be okay being who you are with where you're at and the right people will come. This is one of the actually really big pieces of advice that my mom gave me as a little girl. She always told me, I mean, dating, we weren't allowed to date growing up, um, which I find funny because I dated my ex in high school from age 15 on and off until age, I mean, when we broke up, I was 14 or 24. So it was nine, almost 10 years, practically 10 years um, that we were seeing each other. And my mom and dad had strict no dating rules. We were not allowed to date. Dating was for meeting your future spouse. It was not for fun just to hang out with the opposite sex. It was who am I going to marry? Um, now, I definitely broke that rule. <laughs> and not like I told my parents. Um, there was a time, though, that my ex and I broke up in high school. And that was kind of like when I started seeing red flags. But I, um, yeah, I started seeing red flags and I broke up with him. And I was seeing someone else in that time. Now, this one I did hide from my parents because for some reason <laughs> they were okay with me dating my ex. Um, but they weren't okay with me dating this guy. And he was the only other guy that I ever dated between like all of that time that I was with my ex. There was about mm, like 
six months in there that we were broken up and I was seeing this other guy. Now this guy, my mom found out about him and uh, she actually texted him and said, hey, you're not Catholic, like you've got to break up with Anna. Now from a mother's perspective, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. From a mother's perspective, I get what she did. You want to keep your children safe. But at the same time, I was 16 years old and had no understanding of it. Um, And I was really devastated because he broke it off via text message. Now, this guy is, he's a very good friend and I very much respect him. I, when I say I get what my mom did because like she's trying to keep her kids safe, I mean that in the sense that um, like she saw the reality as a possible threat and me, I don't know, going down a road that she didn't want me to go down. But it had nothing to do with him. He was a great guy. He was awesome. Um, Very respectful and kind and we had a good time together. But yeah, that was a really not fun situation to be in where I was starting to see someone else and then boom, uh, nope, you're not allowed. So it was cut off. But anyway, I'm getting down like a rabbit hole here where, (laughs) um, I don't even remember what I was talking about to get off onto that tangent. This is what happens when I don't have an outline or notes in front of me, but, um, needless to say there was, Oh, I remember what I was saying. I was telling you the piece of advice that my mom gave me. Um, so yes, we weren't allowed to date for a long time. And like, because of that, some, one of the pieces of advice that she gave me, um, was don't go looking for someone. Don't go looking for a spouse or a husband or a boyfriend, boyfriend or whatever it is. Like, don't go looking for them. Just do the things that you enjoy and you'll find them. And it's so true. And honestly, that is how I found um, my ex. Although that definitely transpired a little differently than expected. Um, that is how I found him. And then after that, um, Mike now, my fiance that I love dearly, he and I met doing something that I love. I was just lifting in the gym and he came up to me and introduced himself. So there's a lot of truth to that, that yes, we meet people that we are compatible with um, doing things that we enjoy. Now, (laughs) there's more to it than that. Yes, we can meet someone in the gym and we could live a completely different life. Um, But that wasn't the case for me and Mike as we got to know each other that was the case for me and my ex. And that's something that we learned, unfortunately, the hard way. So I, again, encourage you to get super clear on your values, get super clear on your partner's values, whether you're with them now or you're not yet. Um, what are you looking towards? And then, um, work on yourself until you meet them. If you haven't yet and stop looking, you'll find them. You'll find them with the right time comes, God is going to put the right person in your life. And I know it is so hard to trust, but it's worth it. And the only thing that I can do to encourage you there is to reiterate that it is worth it. And all you can do is trust. Um, Trust and spend time with yourself, working on your values, getting clear with who you are. And a lot, you would, you'll be surprised. You'll look back and be like, wow, that all, all of that goodness happened and I wasn't trying to control it. That's usually, that's something that I've noticed that the times that I take the hands off of the wheel and I try to release my control of a situation, 
that's when the biggest change and growth happens. So anyway, that is my spiel on values and how they can help you align with you, align, align with someone that you want to spend your life with and stay super clear on whether someone is compatible with you or not. I hope it was helpful and I really encourage you to share this with someone who you think it might be helpful for. Um, I really appreciate you for helping make my drive go by quicker because I am now back in town. It is very snowy. Honestly, when I left for um, the farm today, I was supposed to leave a little earlier, but I had a meeting that ran way over um, and I got out of town a little later and I left and this part of the trip towards the farm, it's called the Wilmington Notch and it is pretty much just a a road between two very steep hills, <laughs> very two, two st steep mountains, um, and you drive through the center of them with like a waterfall on one side, like a river on the one side and then a mountain on the other. So it's very steep, very sketch, very narrow, and it was sketchy. I was like thinking maybe I shouldn't go, but I'm glad that I did because it's cleared up and it's now just, it just looks like gingerbread roads and it's snowy. Um, and I have my raw milk and I treated us to some beef shanks from the meat farm that I go to down the road from the dairy farm. So pretty stoked. It's Sunday. Mike will be out of work soon. We have a football game to watch this evening with his family. They're big Lions fans. I'm definitely a Bills fan, but they're big Lions fans because that's where his father's family is from so they've stayed lions fans so we're gonna go over there eat <laughs> his dad is funny whenever there's football or anything where there's a family get together he always texts me and he goes i've got meat i've got meat for you <laughs> he knows me all too well so that's what we're up to tonight but um again you're probably listening to this not actually on sunday when i'm recording it so i hope that whenever you're listening to this you're having a great day you have a great rest of your week whenever you're listening to this and yeah keep coming back keep coming back to the podcast keep sharing it let's spread this content to the people that need it the most okay that is the goal all right i'm gonna sign off i'll talk to you on the next episode thanks so much for listening yeah.